Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who just has to go out to the countryside every once in a while, Jacob. Why, thank you. You stole my wine. <laughs> Why, Not thank completely. you. Not completely, no. But uh, thank you so much. Uh, and let, us, let me introduce our co-host, a man who has got to get his rouge on. <laughs> Welcome, Drew. Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Good movie. You know, I haven't actually watched it. Wow! Okay. That's a good movie. That's a really, really good movie. I remember it being the thing when I was in drama club, but I never actually got a chance to watch the movie. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah. My brother, uh, my baby brother Daniel and his wife absolutely just loved the movie to death. Hmm. So, I sat down and watched it one day. And it was like, Wow. I will put that on the list. Heaven knows I need to get get a couple more movies down before the end of the year. Yeah, you got two months. Yeah, and I'm at 70... Well, I need to put another one on there, and I'll be at 75. Yeah, I'm at 79. I still got like 30 minutes of that movie left. Uh. Uh, but anyway, how are you doing, Jacob? I already asked you that, didn't I? No, I didn't. No, you have How are you doing, Jacob? <laughs> I am doing uh, a little under the weather due to... It's COVID nineteen. No, no, no COVID. No COVID. No COVID. Uh, but we live in East Texas, and it is allergy season. It is allergy season. It is the fall, and I do get spring allergies, and I sneeze all the time. So, yes, that's how I'm doing. Work was good. I got home, put my foot, put my food in the toaster, waited for it to ding, realized it was still unplugged, and then plugged it back in. And, the, and so if you if you hear something shifting in my mouth, that's a uh, Young Living Thieves cough drop. Ah. Yeah. So if you hear so that. So can I ask you a very stupid question? Okay. Fire away. Why did you unplug your uh, toaster? Well, the last time I used it, apparently, I'll be like, I was like, what do I smell? Because I was like, because it, it's, it smelled like it, something was burning. Mm-hmm. And it really was just more the, 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 the coils cooling down so i'll be like you know what ah. i'm just, I'm gonna unplug it just in case okay okay so yeah so i got my food sat down watched a little bit of uh throw adams on youtube he's a um throw adams yeah throw adams there we go okay yeah he's a transformers t- toy reviewer from england and uh he's hilarious I'm, I'm if you want something that's hysterical now there's a lot of cursing and really bad humor but it's really funny and it's just like puns the entire time mm. so it's funny so if you want to go check them out go check them out um and so i sat down on the couch and i'm just like oh, now i want to go to i just want to go to sleep oh yeah i got a podcast to do so i'm here well we're glad you're here exactly. this would be a very awkward podcast for me to do by myself yes it would and apparently now i have People gathering pitchforks for me. <laughs> That's your fault. That's pre-show, guys. If y'all are not joining us for the live stream every Tuesday night, yes, uh, but that we're actually putting an episode out that week, uh, you're missing some of the fun here. I'm just gonna put that out right now. Um, anyway, how are you doing? Me, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, feel you know it's it's been a pretty decent week so far. Yep, yeah, a great long week. Uh, for a, only Tuesday. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's not been anything too fancy. I don't have any interesting stories like you do. Okay. Because I work all the time. Right. <laughs> it seems like now. Right. But anyway. So, uh, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? So, we watched a little bit of, let's see, uh, what was that? Konosuba. Konosuba. Oh, my word. <laughs> 
Wow. Just like when you, whenever you think something's going to get even more weird and awkward, it does. <laughs> yeah, that's not nine tenths of the point of that show. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, I en- I enjoy it for what it is. Um, I I I love the fact that like uh, one of the guys who watches or is you know is part of our mm-hmm. part of our group, Joseph. Just, he's just like, can we go see? The, can we see this show again or something like that? I can't remember what show he's always going to watch. What is well, that? He keeps saying Captain Taylor. Yeah, Captain. And I Taylor. don't know what show he's referring to yeah. there. I think what he means Captain to say Idiot? is Captain Tyler. Yeah, because it is Tyler, even if it's spelled odd for Tyler, but yeah. still right. Yeah. Um, also, he really wants to go watch Girls in Panzer. Yeah, Girls in Panzer. That, that's I'd be like, it's an interesting, pro- it's an interesting, interesting concept. Either way, Girls and Tanks. How can you go wrong? Exactly. Um, either way, uh, I'd like to point out that Chase says, uh, "Jacob, you were laughing hard enough while watching it." I believe I he's referring to Konosuba. I was. I was. I'd be like, I was thoroughly enjoying it. I'm, I'm not going to deny it. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um. Uh, I did watch uh, Book of Life. Uh, it's another animated film. Mm-hmm. I will almost describe it as a Disney slash Pixar Coco Light. Right. <laughs> it's it's got a very similar theme to it. It's I mean like it's it's different enough, and obviously they came out in different years, and uh, but it does evolve around the. Um. Oh wow! I feel terrible because I can't remember the the uh, the festival. The day of day the, of the dead. dead. The day of the dead. Thank you. I can't Dios remember. de los muertos. Thank you. I probably said that wrong. And my apologies. Yeah. So yeah, watch that. It's good, but when you watch Coco before that, it mm-hmm. kind of diminishes. It's I ca- think they came out the same year because that's one of those. You know, really? you know how sometimes. Uh, two That's people will right. make yeah, a movie yeah. around the same time that yeah. happens to be the same thing, but they did not talk to each other. Yeah. I think this is one of those instances. It's kind of like... Um, like Madagascar in the wild. Not that anyone remembers the wild. Yeah. I don't know. I barely remember the wild. Or uh, the, the one that always gets me is um, Tombstone and uh, the movie Wide Earp. Mm-hmm. They came out the exact same time. You watch Tombstone, which is... a freaking incredible movie you haven't seen to go watch it and then wild Earp is the same story but it's so much more slower and it's not as exciting as tombstone mm. but other than that um it's a really fun movie it's a really fun movie about two brothers and two um two quote-unquote gods who are be like make a wedger that um one of these, like, if one of these boys marries the the main focus girl, be like, and then that god or goddess uh, can rule the uh, rule the other's kingdom for something, and it's all about trickery and all that stuff. Mm. It's it's an interesting movie, let's say that. But other than that, that's all I've watched. What about you? Well, I've watched two movies. This week. Uh, The first one I watched was Time Bandits, Mm. which was written by Terry Gilliam of uh, Monty Python fame. Oh, gosh. He directed it anyway. It's about this boy who accidentally gets... uh, Kidnapped is the wrong word, but he gets uh, wrapped up in this giant time heist that these dwarves are in the middle of. Okay. And because they, they had to make the, the, the time door went through his bedroom. And so he got involved, oh, okay. especially when he was running away from the creator, I think was what they called it. Anyway, okay. hmm. when God's coming through your bedroom and he's wanting to attack the little people who, who are trying to escape through your bedroom, you kind of have to run. But yeah, just that's that's kind sounds, of what was going like on monsters there. Ink Except a... it's not. <laughs> yeah. Just... It's that it's a weird, weird movie. It's it's kind of like um Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, but British. Oh okay. that's the best way I know how to put wow. that. Except okay. you probably would not like it knowing how much you didn't like Bill and Ted because of 
the uh, historical inaccuracies. I have right. a feeling the historical inaccuracies oh, okay. are, would drive me nuts. Are, are, would drive you nuts in this movie too. Oh, okay. So fair warning on that. Well, I would say be like I did enjoy Bill and Ted the second movie, right. and the the third one was kind of a mixed bag. Fair enough. I enjoyed yeah. all three movies. I thought all three were great. Yeah. Um, also, I watched a documentary that our pastor had suggested a couple weeks back. Oh. I just didn't get around to it yet yeah. called The Social Dilemma. Oh, yeah. About how our phones are are trying to take over the world and kill us all. Yeah. That was interesting. I actually do suggest giving it a watch. Okay. Just bear in mind, it is going to try and... Uh, uh, the, I have a feeling the writer of the documentary and the people who um they were interviewing mm-hmm. were not on the same page because two thirds of the movie is telling is talking about how uh you know how the phones are playing you and how we've let them become masters of the world and what it might lead us to if yeah. we let things go instead of using them as a tool. And then the last ten minutes is by the way, these things are great, aren't they? Look at all the great things they've done. Uh <laughs> If we wow. were to do these ethical things about on using it, force the programmers of these apps. Mo- keep in mind, most of the people on this show are the original programmers of most of the stuff. Right. It's like if we do all this, maybe uh, we, we should be able to come out as fine. Just don't let your con- phone control you. And it's like they wait till the last ten minutes of the th- of the movie go all for this. I'm thinking, you just tried to scare me for the past hour and a half. <laughs> over, <laughs> it's like it's remind. Okay. You've probably never read the book uh, I, Robot, I'm guessing. No. Not have seen the movie, but never read the book. Never read the book. Yeah. The book and the movie are entirely different. That's what I hear. The last of the short stories in the book is called The Evitable Conflict, and essentially it's telling the same thing, how computers are going to take over the world and there's nothing we can do to stop it. Okay. Kind of what they're looking at on here. They, there's a bit of fear-mongering okay. for about an hour and a half through the movie in the last 10 minutes, you know, as long as we do use these as tools, they sh- we should be fine. It's like, mixed messages, guys. Yeah, come on. You should have, if, if, if that's really your thought, you should have mixed that in a little bit better. But what, one of the interesting things about it, along with all the interviews, is they've got this little, uh, kind of a small story going through it of this kid who is addicted to his phone and it's kind of interesting how all that turns out. So oh, okay. definitely give it a watch. Cause it's actually a very good documentary. Okay. We'll definitely check that out. And then other than that, the only thing I've really watched is a little show that you can see spotted right over there. There we go. Thundercats 2011, which yes. our first, or I said, I call it I'd, maybe episode zero prologue. Essentially, yeah. our first thoughts. Yes. Just went up this morning. So please go listen yeah. to that when yeah. you get a chance. Yeah. Go, go, go and give then us a look. I believe Thursday, if everything goes as planned, yeah. that's when uh, our review for episode one, Omens part one, will come yes. out. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. You can go check it out on Hulu right now. Yeah. You can watch the show on Hulu if you're wanting to go through it with us. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good season. Really good season. It's only one season, sadly, mm-hmm. but go give it some love because it definitely, definitely needed some love when it was airing. So oh, yeah. just give it some love now. I've got it on Blu-ray, so that's the way I'm watching it. I would have bought it on Blu-ray, but I didn't want to spend the money. <laughs> totally understand that. All right, so that brings us to the end of what we've been watching, I believe. Yeah. What do we got in the news? All right. So news-wise, Disney's, <clears throat> Disney's animated treasure, Mulan, has captured audience for the last 20 years. And this and this year's live-action remake of the beloved tale is... Um, da, 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 uh, basically, what's happening, uh, just in time for November 10th, uh, you'll be able to purchase the original animated, animated Mulan... On 4K Ultra and Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and the live and including the live-action film, uh, also will be available. Yeah, so apparently November 10th, uh, if you want to pick today. Yeah, today. So if you want to go pick up Mulan, the original and the live-action, you can go pick it up right now if you want to. All righty. All right. So, uh, a little bit of a underwater movie uh, recently dropped. And that'll be it's sadly it's uh it's coming to Netflix, but not to America or Canada. 
Okay. SpongeBob the movie, Sponge on the Run. Oh, that's the new one that was supposed to hit theaters around this time. Yeah. It's releasing November with every country except the United States and Canada. That probably means it'll release on whatever Paramount's thing is. I think technically it's still CBS All Access. Oh, okay. Or maybe they'll just put it out like everything else and say, here, pay 20 bucks to watch this movie. Yeah. So either way, if you like SpongeBob or like you were really dying to watch this movie, you can find it somewhere right now. (laughs) Somewhere. Somewhere. Under the sea. Other than the night. That's a country song. Yes. All right. uh, First look. uh, Since... Sin as S-I-N-E, site. Cinecite? Cinecite, thank you. Cinecite and an adventure offer sneak peek at Princess Awesome. Princess Awesome. Princess Awesome. Uh, okay. All right, so apparently the movie is in pre-production and we released 2022. Inspired by Japanese mythology, the movie centers around a young heroine who is transported to a mythical kingdom and sets off on a quest to restore wisdom and humor to the to a land. No director has been attached to the film currently. Because I read that and I was like, what? <laughs> I thought I literally just copied a different section. I was like, I've got to go check this. Okay. But, uh... Yeah, apparently a new uh, anime movie is in the works, minus they have no director. That's odd, but okay. Yeah. So, that is all I have in the news. Alrighty. So, shall we jump into our spoiler-free review of Only Yesterday? Yes. Alrighty. Trouble seems so far away. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. That one took me a second. You're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> okay so yeah this was my first viewing of this movie mm-hmm. i believe it was yours also yes the only thing i knew about this movie going into it was that daisy ridley was in it but i wasn't sure who she played i had no idea what it was about yeah in fact i thought the two characters on the cover were different people yeah i was wrong <laughs> yeah th- thank you for that heads up yeah um this j- just to give you a fair warning all you men out there, this movie was not made for us. Uh, this is actually technic. This was designed as a drama for adult women in Japan. Yes, which might ex- and is very much an adult drama yes. about memories. You get right down to it. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. In fact, it's kind of like a Hallmark movie in yes. a way. Agreed. And yet, it's also not. Um, for one thing, it doesn't take place at Christmas. Uh, <laughs> but it does involve a woman from the city going out to the country and meeting a man with a with a, a who teaches her the meaning of the countryside or farming. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of like Hallmark movie, isn't it? I mean, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. It was not what I was expecting. It's I'm getting. I'm gonna get the feeling that Isao Takahata, that's his name, I think, the director of this. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling one of the things that's gonna be common for my thoughts on all his movies going forward is that he likes to make me feel awkward. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, the one he did before this was Grave of the Fireflies, and boy, did that make me feel awkward. Yeah. Urgh. Go go, go check listen out. to that one. That's actually a very good episode. <laughs> Especially if you like hearing Jacob go on a rant for, what was that, 15 minutes? Roughly. When I got up and just got a drink of water in the you, middle of you it. You did. You did. So, <laughs> caution, rant, rant ahead if you yes, uh, yes. If you, if is, you dare to go watch, listen to this. <laughs> yeah, it is Aisao Takahata. Yes. Um, it's a good movie. Uh, I, I enjoy it for what it is. It's not a movie made for me. Mm. Or Jacob, for that matter, I don't think. But, uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. What do it you, was, it was what do you a think? very interesting film. It was a very interesting film. Uh, oh, there's there there are a moment or two, or fifteen minutes to be exact, or very, about fifteen. About minutes. Very, it's very awkward. It's very one awkward. Of, one of the flashbacks, yeah, made, um, would made me feel awkward. Yeah, 
Uh, but other than that, like it was, it was an enjoyable, enjoyable film to watch. Uh, it's slow. It's a slow. It is burn. a very slow burn. It's a very, very. Sl- it's like some, like some people describe to me when they're describing uh, drinking whiskey. It was. I don't drink. I don't have no idea what whiskey mm-hmm. tastes like. But they used to be like it's a slow burn. Just like the entire time. And it's if eventually gets down there, it just burns the entire time. Yeah. So this is what this movie is kind of kind of like. It takes a while to understand what is actually going on, what the point of the story is. Yeah. And there were plenty of times where I kept thinking, this is not a bad movie, but it feels like two hours have passed. How long? How much of the yeah. movie is there left? Yeah. There's still a there's still an hour left. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> it's it. Re- in that, it reminds me of the movie, the original movie, Doom. Dune. Dune. Not Doom, but yeah, Dune. Dune. No. Entirely different movies. Yeah, no, the the Doom movie was so bad, I walked out on it. <laughs> I didn't even go watch it, yeah, so. No. But Dune. Yeah, Dune. The original Dune. Yeah, that was just, that movie, I, I was sitting there, it's like, okay, is it done? Well, no, the, it's still going. How the, long? The difference is... At about halfway through the Dune movie, it started speeding up because they had to cram the rest of the story in. <laughs> That's true, but it still dragged quite a bit. Yeah, but uh, this instead of this being like actually, it's it flows except for one little hiccup, and I'll get to my dislikes. But uh, I think that's gonna be on both our dislikes. <laughs> uh, my, mine's uh, like that and another thing. But we'll get there when we get we'll there. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. So yes, it's an enjoyable film. It's one of those movies you have to pace yourself with. If if you're used to just like nice action flow, um, exhilarating like everything, this is not the movie for you. No. No. This takes a leisure pace, and it's about growing and vacation and periods and stuff like that. You had to mention that. <laughs> I did. I will put it this way. If you remember my episode, our episode on the girl who leapt through time. Yes. And I, my biggest complaint was that about halfway through the movie, I had to put it on twice speeds in order to get through it because it was taking so long to get anywhere. Mm. This movie's faster, but not by much. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and go jump into the CGC bumper. So yes. we will see y'all on the other side. Ray. Okay. This progress is a part of Christian Reek. Central Network. Central Rock Rock. Hey, Scoop. What are you doing, man? I don't know. I'm supposed to be reading an ad. <laughs> All right, hold on. Give me, give me it. Okay. <laughs> All right. This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. There you can find a collection of blogs and podcasts working together to bring you some of the best content on the web for Christian geeks, such as. The Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers and Aliens is a conversational podcast and blog that explores the relationship between God and man through the lens of speculative and imaginative fiction and explores speculative and imaginative fiction through the lens of God's relationship with men. Join Ben, Dr. Jace O'Neill, and Steve McDonald, a trio of Christians who are both fans and creators of story, in their conversation about the intersection of faith and imagination. following is a spoiler-filled review for the movie Only Yesterday. Listener discretion is advised. Only Yesterday was written and directed by Asao Takahata, who also wrote and directed Grave of the Fireflies. The English adaptation was done by David Freeman, who would go on to do Mary and the Witch's Flower. We'll get to that one eventually. Uh, it was based on the manga Om- Omoide Poro Poro, which in English means Memories Come Tumbling Down, Hmm. written by Hotaru Okamoto and Yuko Tone, and the composer was Katsuhoshi. The cast 
Teiko Okajima, as an adult, was played by Daisy Ridley. She's most known for playing Rey in Star Wars and Miss Mary Debenham in Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. Teiko Okajima, as a fifth grader, was played by Allison Fernandez. And uh, she played Delilah, one of the X-23 children in Logan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not X-23 herself. Oh, yeah. But one of the children that was a part of that program. Okay. Uh, Toshio was played by Dave Patel. He uh, played Prince Zuko in the live action The Last Airbender. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Not exactly glowing recommendation. No. Shyamalan, you fell so hard. <laughs> so far. Uh, Tsuneko was played by Hope Le- Leva. She played Rebecca Chambers in the original Resident Evil. You know, the one that's got the really bad vo- uh, voices, voice lines. We're talking the, the video game? Yes. The original Resident Evil video game. Oh, okay. Never play it. Never watched it. Look up the lines. Okay. In fact, after we're recording, I may just bring up some of these gems, <laughs> let's say. Gotcha. Aiko was played by Stephanie Shea. She played Mitsuha Miyamizu in Your Name. Okay. And she was Usagi Tsukino, a.k.a. Sailor Moon, in Sailor Moon Crystal. Ah. Toko was played by Ava Akers. She played Timothy the Birthday Boy in the Angry Birds movie. Hmm. You know, the one that he oh, ruined at the beginning yes, of that movie? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Rie was played by Madeline Rose Yen, and apparently on the television show team Umizumi, she plays a character named Millie. Hmm. Suzuki was played by Jaden Betts. He plays Donnie McStuffins in Doc McStuffins. Okay. I never watched the show because I don't have any kids. Yeah. Same is true the other one. And then Shuji Hirota was played by Gianella Thielman, and this is her only credit. Really? Yeah, she didn't do anything after this. Mrs. Okajima was played by Greg Griffin. She played Catwoman in Batman Arkham City. And in many Scooby-Doo movies, she played Daphne Blake. Jinkies. Mm-hmm. Mr. Okajima and... I lost it. Oh. Yeah, Mr. Okajima and Kazuo was played by Matt Yang King. Mm-hmm. He is known for playing Liu Kang in Mortal Kombat 11. Mm. Nanako was played by Laura Bailey. She played Mary Jane Watson in the uh, PlayStation 4 Spider-Man. Oh. And Risei Kujikawa in Persona 4. Okay. Yeiko was played by Ashley Eckstein, who is most well known for playing Ahsoka Tano in Star Wars The Clone Wars and among other Star Wars properties. Uh-huh. The Grandmother was played by Mona Marshall. And uh, she's most famous for playing Izzy Izumi in Anteriormon and Digimon. Ah. So we probably brought that one up before. We have. Uh, Kiki, sorry. Kyoko was played by Sumali Montano. She was RC in Transformers Prime. Ah. And she played the uh, mother in Star Trek Picard. And if I explain who, which character I'm talking about any more than that, it'll give away spoilers for that show. So I'm not going to. No spoilers! Except for this movie. Uh, Naoko was played by Tara Strong. She played Bubbles in The Powerpuff Girls mm. and Timmy Turner in The Fairly Odd Parents. And then the granny there at the farm mm-hmm. was played by Nika Futterman. And she's most well known for playing Asajj Ventress in Star Wars The Clone Wars. So yeah, we have some rivals in this one. Well, besides the director and the producer. <laughs> get there when we get there. I was referring to Ahsoka and Asajj. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The fact that both their voice actresses are in this movie. That's right. Yeah. All right. That brings us to our Kingdom Hearts connections. Okay. Uh, Kirk. Th- Kirk Thornton, who has additional voices in this movie, plays Syax and Issa in Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Tara Strong, who I mentioned plays Na- Naoka. Uh is also the Riku from Final Fantasy X in Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, okay. Of the Gullwings. Technically, 10-2 is the version they pull her from, but anyway. 
not get into that. And uh, Ichiro Nagia, who played uh, Torahige in the Japanese cut of Only Yesterday, played Phil in all of his appearances in the Japanese versions of Kingdom Hearts. Okay. You know, the one that he's playing the Danny DeVito character. Yeah. So that brings me to the end of our uh, cast. What do we got in info and stuff? Okay, info and stuff. All right, so we're going to info and stuff. All right, so if you are a uh, subscriptor, 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 subscriber, subscriber, thank you, subscriber to HBO Max, you mm-hmm. can watch this movie currently. Uh, but if you simply want to just stream it somewhere, you can't rent it, but you can buy it from either YouTube or Amazon Prime Video for either ten ninety nine or eleven ninety nine. Um, I think this is the first. This is actually a first for the Cellcast on IMDW. It has a one hundred percent. That is odd. That is you don't normally see a hundred percent on IMDb. No, you don't. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a seven point six out of ten on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so production wise, it was obviously produced by Studio Ghibli, mm-hmm. distributed by Tohei, and then later on with G Kids, and is actually also distributed by uh, Universal over here. That's right, because they actually have the distribution rights, so they're going through G Kids. So. Yeah. That one's interesting. That is interesting. All right. It's release date. Originally in Japan, it was July 20th, 1991. And it's America, American release originally was quite a long ways away from, from 1991. Yeah. January 1st, 2016. Yes. Because this is one of the few Ghibli films that Disney did not get the distribution rights, to, did not take the distribution rights no. to over here. No, because... Probably because uh, it doesn't have the same kind of feel the rest of the uh, Ghibli films have. And according to the... Uh, if I remember correctly, because I was watching the the extra features, mm-hmm. the 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 guy who directed the English dub, uh, Ghibli was saying to me, like, it's undubbable worked it worked we'll get yeah. to that here when we get to it yeah we've got some things to say but yes um it first premiered in new york city and then worldwide on february february 26th 2016 uh going back to its original japanese release uh it grossed 3.18 billion yen mm-hmm. at the japanese box office it's 2016 english uh, release uh, later earned 520 525.9 thousand dollars including 453.2 thousand dollars in the United States mm. alright so to bold, well, I just said that but either way that's all we got in the news oh, alright info info and stuff, and stuff. info and stuff all right, getting into the summary. In 1982, Teiko Okajima is 27 years old, unmarried, and has hit lived her whole life in Tokyo and now works at a company there. She decides to take another trip to visit the family of the elder brother of her brother-in-law in the rural countryside to help with the safflower harvest and get away from city life. While traveling at night on a sleeper train to Yamagata, she begins to recall memories of herself as a schoolgirl in 1966 and her intense desire to go on holiday like her classmates, all of whom have family outside of the big city. At her arrival at the train station, she is surprised to find out that her brother-in-law's second cousin, Toshio, whom she barely knows, is the one who came to pick her up. During her stay in Yamagata, she finds herself increasingly nostalgic and wistful for her childhood self, while simultaneously wrestling with adult issues of career and love. The trip dredges up forgotten memories, not all of them good ones, the first, stirring up a childish romance, puberty, and growing up. The frustrations of math and boys. In lyrical switches between the present and the past, Taika wonders if she has been true to her dreams of her childhood self. In doing so, she begins to realize that Toshio has helped her along the way. 
Finally, Teiko faces her own true self, how she views the world and the people around her. Teiko chooses to stay in the countryside instead of returning to Tokyo. It is implied that she and Toshio begin a relationship. So be true to your heart? Maybe. Kinda, sorta. Maybe. I just thought part of my head thought it would work. Okay. So, I'm just going to go ahead and jump in with go one ahead. of the things I liked about this movie. All right. I liked how her memories were not as fully colored as her normal day-to-day Agreed. Life. Agreed. It threw me off at first. Because <laughs> I went into this movie without any idea what was going on. And I was about to dock at points for the fact that it didn't look like they finished drawing the movie <laughs> until I realized, wait, that's a stylistic choice because this is her memories. It makes mm-hmm. sense that there are parts of her memories that she does not remember, especially when uh, she's dealing with the her crush Yeah, there at the beginning with the uh, the baseball player boy. And the only things that are colored in are the sunset him and her and maybe a little bit of the walls here and there. Yeah. Because she doesn't remember those. Yeah. Like she does every she has tunnel vision to that. Yeah, moment. she has tunnel vision, which makes perfect sense there. I like how they did that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, when I was first watching the movie, I did not realize that we were looking at I didn't realize we were looking at anybody's memories. I just thought we were following this little girl around and every once in a while they'd show this other woman who's going on vacation to the middle of the countryside for mm. no apparent reason. But, uh, that we'll get to that when we get to that, even though I think I just explained that one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I, I like how they did that. And I, and plus I like how at the end of the movie, how as she, uh, during the credit sequence, essentially yeah. she has, she's dragged along by her memories to come back to the guy. Yeah. I thought that was, that was good. And that I, was remember, really I remember good. watching that going. Don't get run over by the truck, imaginary children. <laughs> get out of the road. Oh, wait a minute. You're not there. Yeah. Um, it, it's, a, it's a good movie. I mean, and anyway, I like how they did that with the memories. I thought that was cool. What's yeah. your first like? Well, uh, my first thought, first thought of this film, be like, it's nothing what I imagined the film would be. And let me explain that. Okay, so looking at the cover, having no idea what this movie's about. Mm-hmm. All I know, it's got really, it's really Scott. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley, thank you. But either way, um, so my initial thought before watching this, okay, it's going to be maybe a sci-fi, a time travel thing where... Yeah, because I've given you the our, warning that those two characters were the same character. Exactly. Going into it, you want to know what I thought? What? I thought this was a mother and her daughter going on vacation. Okay. So you can understand why I was confused for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was my initial thought. Maybe like the the younger self is having to come back, come forward in time to help the older self. Yeah, something which, like which that. Something like that. Totally not the movie. No. Totally not the movie I thought it was. But going into my my number one like, or my first like, uh, would be the backgrounds. The mm-hmm. backgrounds are just fantastic. They look watercolor. I think they're, I think the watercolor, I think. I could be wrong. Definitely during the uh, the the back the backup the uh, the flashback sequences, I'd say they look watercolor. Some of the yeah. other ones look more uh, traditionally. I say traditionally, you know what I mean. The yes, full cell full cell backgrounds. Yeah, uh, just the backgrounds in general are just amazing in this movie. They're they're beautiful to look at. Uh, there again, if 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 I if I had the money, maybe some of the Stone Nation could you know get one i'm not expecting anybody to do this don't do it if you can don't do it <laughs> either way uh but like you would like a cell from this movie <laughs> yes a, a background cell from this movie would be amazing maybe sometime in the future not now i have no idea where you'd hang it in that apartment uh, you never know maybe how many might... posters do you have that, that you don't have hung up hush <laughs> <laughs> i'm working on it okay okay all right so yes the backgrounds oh, amazing What's your what's your two? My second like for this movie is uh, the rain sequence. Oh yeah, there near the end where she's kind of breaking down. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
It's like, Granny, why did you say that to me? Yeah. Uh, that whole sequence where she's uh, breaking down and she can't uh, figure out what's right. W- w- whether she w- Does she want to stay? Does she not want to stay? Is she in love with this guy? Is she not in love with this guy? Right. That whole sequence, I thought, was animated very, very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, admittedly, there's some of that that is not... There's not a lot of actual movement except for the rain falling. Yeah. But uh, that whole bit there, uh, especially because uh, it goes in and out of her memories at some point, too, while they're still in the car, mm-hmm. which was I thought was cool. Um, it was just a nice it, it, it's a nice scenic sequence. Mm-hmm. It's right. like, I understand what you're going through, and I love how this that rain reflects how she's feeling, and it's not till she kind of comes to terms that the rain stops. Mm-hmm. She doesn't completely come to terms, because that way it's still the end of the movie. Right. But, there is that. What's your second like? Mine would be, um, reflecting upon the past. Mm-hmm. Be like, uh, looking back on those memories, like, when I was a child, and just like, oh my gosh, I was so awkward, or like how, uh, Tycho, that's her name, right? Tycho. Yeah, Tycho. Yeah, Tycho would just be like, she's talking with her sister and be like, I can't believe you remember that. Or just something like that. But memories have such a powerful hold on us. Be like, mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's a good memory, it's a bad memory. Like, it's always with us. Because uh, I can remember, like, the awkward story. Awkward story, I know it. But this is funny. And it's something that I remember the rest of my days. So, apparently... Our father, our dad, whom I love to death, uh, had said, no, we couldn't do something. And so the three of us, three, me and my three younger, bro- two younger brothers, uh, decided we're going to get even with them. So this turns into us making a bomb out of the the trash pile. And I'm sad to say that we did that. <laughs> but um, and so dad goes to burn the burn pile and it blows up on him. <laughs> Now, granted, he wasn't hurt. He just got blown back 10 feet. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, we thought we got beat so bad we had to go get therapy. It didn't happen that way because dad didn't remember. But dad was like, okay, it was just a freak accident. Mm-hmm. We wound up telling him much years later. But that that is just so seared in my mind when it comes to memories. And so with this, it's just like everything started flooding back in my, my mm-hmm. younger childhood. Stuff that I hadn't thought about in decades. And so it was. It was a nice um, coast through memory lane as our character is going through her uh, her her past mm-hmm. love of childhood and some of the tr- the the slight uh, heartaches of childhood. And it, it's really really nice and really well told. And they're again beautifully animated. Mm-hmm. So that's my number two. What's your number two? My number three. Three. Like dos tres is uh the sequence where she's daydreaming of the young taika yeah. taika is daydreaming of being a uh television being, being a theater star oh yeah she is so stinking cute in that <laughs> scene uh but on top of that the entire sequence there is that little puppet show thing she's watching oh in yeah the background that i kind of get the feeling was an actual show that they may be traced over the puppets for this maybe i don't know hmm. but the animation on those things they actually looked like they were moving like real puppets yeah it what did not fit follow the animation style the rest of it, it actually looked kind of like puppets but yet still yeah. 2d art and of course it's black and white in the middle of a color movie which is kind of interesting but that whole sequence was just pretty and cute and you know how i am with cute things yes it was just Nice, and mm. I enjoyed that. So yeah, all right, awesome. Uh, so my number three did not much enjoy her father's answer afterwards, but that's beside yeah. the point. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, um, I, I don't. It's not a dislike. I'm just pointing okay. that out there. It's I like, got you. Her life could have been different if you just let it go. But anyway, yeah. eh. it was the '60s after all. Eh. Didn't want her to be an idol, which I understand completely because those people go through heck. Yeah. Um. I would say my number three would definitely be the con- 
the the conclusion to our film. Mm-hmm. Conclusion to our film that her her memories are flooding into uh, current reality, but it's it's like all of her herself and all of her f- classmates from the fifth grade mm-hmm. come into stark reality of this world in a way, but they're more running around her and uh, leaning her back to the farm. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just very well executed. The fact be like uh, Tycho says earlier on that that her fifth grade self kind of came along for the journey. Mm-hmm. And I love it how they tease it where she's on the train. And to, you can see the kids running through yeah, the you train. Can see, you can see the kids. You can see young Tycho pop her head out. Mm-hmm. And I could totally see myself doing that as a little fifth grader. Yeah. Totally see myself doing that. Uh, but yeah, that whole conclusion where the the past and the present merge, but almost as a be like, it's not truly with reality, but it's more guiding Tycho to go back to where mm-hmm. she wants to be, or where she, um, instead of living the life of someone who works in a um, industry or at a, in a business, what mm-hmm. have you, and just goes headlong, be like, okay, I'm going to do something I love to do, and it's something we all we we dream of doing, yeah. F- finding that job we really want to f- that that love, the desire. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I want be like I want to get married someday. Find find a woman, find a woman that I fall deeply in love with, right? And uh, maybe find the job I love. Uh, I enjoy my job for the most part. It's got headaches. Uh, it's not something my job that doesn't. Yeah, no. I'd be like, un- unless you are doing a uh, something you just have passion for and love for. And I think it's all we want, and I think Tycho finds that, and it's it's mm-hmm. really a nice, satisfying ending to the film. So that's my number three. Alrighty, let's get into our dislikes. Okay, let's get. It. I have a feeling one of our dislikes <laughs> is the same. It is. So let's get that one out of the yeah. way. Yeah. Why do they have to talk about her getting periods? <laughs> Well, it's it's. A, I know it's, it's a, a puberty thing. It's it's a natural, it's a normal thing. It, yeah, it's, but like, I'm sitting there watching it, and I feel they keep talking about their period and all this other stuff, and I'm sitting there going, uh, <laughs> "Am I supposed to be sitting here? Can I fast forward?" <laughs> I don't. This is the kind of thing I wouldn't sit in the room of out of respect for the peep for the people talking about right. it, because I don't want them to feel. Uh, it was weird. I don't want them to feel. Uh, awkward about it and right. i'm awkward about it i'm sitting here watching the movie mm-hmm. i'm going um okay yeah and they go on on this storyline oh, yeah. for what i think it felt like fi- i think it was about 15 minutes yeah it was roughly 10 minutes 15 10 to 15 minutes and it's like uh how much longer is this stage <laughs> is this memory gonna be right uh, they they linger on it just a little too long, a but little too I, long. I, and I think the reason I think it's a little too long is because I'm a guy. Yeah, and this is not the kind of thing I like to hear about. Right, because I I don't know I I don't want to intrude on that part of right what ladies have to go through. Right, but yeah, I did not like that part of the movie I didn't, and that's mostly just on, more on me I think than anything else right because as I said earlier this is not a movie made for me I was not the target audience in any way right shape or form but it's still there right so yeah uh so I'm gonna jump in with yours uh, number one is definitely that very awkward uh the girls learning about their period and what have you it's like it's totally to, to take care of just so you word, they don't go into detail they say the word period yeah you can tell that's what they were learning about in their education class yeah, while the exactly boys were out doing gym yeah and they i think the worst they get to is they talk about special underwear yeah and that's how they word it yeah so i mean it's not like it's they're, they're not going it's into not like explicit. Gra- yeah, they're not going it's not into explicit, detail but it's about still it. there. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. You're good. Um, there, there's a part of me I like the scene, but the scene I, I don't like the scene because it it gives that sense of realism, um, and it's just 
there again, it's that very awkward because be like you know being two guys watching this is like okay, this is a little awkward to understand, uh, not understand, Heck, but it re- made me feel like a pervert, which is what they kept calling all the guys. Yes, this. that's true. That's true. It's like come on, guys, really, you got to look with their skirts. Come on, really? I mean, it's a Japanese thing. I don't know. Yeah, I say it's a Japanese thing. I think a lot of people would do it, but it seems to be prevalent in anime. <laughs> it is. But anyway. I, I I completely agree with you. It's a very awkward scene, uh, but it's her, it's her memories. It's her memories mm-hmm. of like I, I guarantee if you talk you don't talk to any uh, woman our age or any yeah. young woman period, it's like oh yeah that was an awkward year well, in and, my life. And to some degree, after a while, it's normal. Yeah, it's normal for them. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's like I uh, y'all have y'all talk about that. I'm going over here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, b- believe me, because I've, I've, you know, sat around and just talked with people, and you know, like, they get so comfortable with you around, mm-hmm. they start talking about everything, it's like, okay, uh, why, it's like, uh, mm. it's like, why are we talking about this? I was like, oh, you know, blah, 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 it's like, no, I'm a guy, okay? I don't have this issue. No, I don't, I feel sorry for you, but it's like, no, can we change the subject, please? Exactly. <laughs> please? For crying out loud, I didn't like having to clean, zone that area in, in, in uh, health and beauty aids back when I worked at Walmart. <laughs> that was awkward enough. Right. Either way. Either way. So I definitely completely agree with you that that scene is very awkward, but it's very much needed for the story because it's part of Tycho's memory. That's very true. That's very true. It's just, I wonder if it could have been handled a little bit differently. Well, but like Josh Adams says in the comments section, uh, Japan is much more open about that kind of stuff. It is, and I do I do agree with that. Yeah, and and, Jap- and the Japanese culture is very much more uh, open with nudity and that kind of stuff. Not that we watch those sorts of things, no. of course. But all right, so dislike what- number two. <laughs> okay, there are several points throughout the movie where she gets kind of like a quick mental flash of something, mm-hmm. and it's on screen. I th- I think it's supposed to be like on screen for like maybe a few frames mm-hmm. and then it's supposed to go away. You're not supposed to. It's supposed to be like a mental image that just flashes in your mind. Yeah. Uh, there's some of those in this one. I don't know if it's because of the transfer or if this is how it was in the original cut or anything like that. But there's some of those where it just feels like it stays a little too. It stays on it too long or it yeah. cuts in at. Like a weird point. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but I just remember looking at it and going, like, uh, when she's talking to, uh, when they're at the farm, and she's talking to her niece, I think. Yeah. And she's talking about wanting Pumas for the shoes. Yeah, the shoes, yeah. Yeah. And for a, what I'm assuming is supposed to be a split second, you see the logo of a Puma. Yeah. The, the Puma logo. Yes. It's on there, and it, it, it feels like it was an afterthought, and they didn't center it right in, in where it was supposed to go. Mm. But I have a feeling it may have been more with the transfer or and how it switched back and forth. I'm not sure. Possibly. All I know is it felt like it was in the. It, it felt like it was timed wrong. Okay. And it was on screen, and it's another couple of those that seems to happen throughout the movie. I just can't think of any examples mm-hmm. off the top of my head. But that do the same thing, and that's why I think it's it's not a fault of the animators. I think it's more of a fault of the transfer. But I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. So I I dislike those parts because it just seems like it's a weird. I know what they're trying to do. Yeah. But it doesn't quite work because of some weird timing okay. in there. Totally understand. What's your second dislike? Oh, my second dislike. Uh. Now, there again, this is kind of a mixed bag. Kind of a mixed bag, because the likes and dislikes kind of blur together. They're kind of like mm-hmm. uh, Tycho's past and present kind of blend together. Um, there is the, whenever our characters talk, be like how, be like how, how their mouth, their mouths move and the, uh, the, uh, the mouth flap. Yes. The, the mouth flap is so precise. So precise. And I think it was like, uh, Miyazaki and the director, even though these guys did not like each other, they were rivals. Mm-hmm. And like during production, they didn't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Be like Miyazaki literally came around, and be like, "Oh, be like you should do this and this and this and this." 
And the two, the two never talk. I think they talk like once or twice during production. But that was it. It was so awkward. So awkward. But one of the things they came to agree, they wanted to study more on or get more anatomical when it comes to the mm-hmm. the the facial structure of how they like the smiles and the the grins and everything right and so with that i thought it was very interesting how they did that mm-hmm. but execution wise it looks so awkward part of the issue i would say is we're watching the english dub oh i agree with you that's with the, the japanese dub it may fit better yeah that's what that's what, uh, yeah, the movie that's what i was referring to the movie akira has the same problem Okay. Because uh, Akira did it, did their mouth flaps much more like how we do them, where yeah. they record the actors and then they and, and then with a camera watching them, oh, yeah. and then they edit the facial features and all oh, that yeah. to match what's on there. This movie, I have a feeling, did the the same thing. Mm-hmm. Most anime does not do that. It's more no. of an op- It's more like you have ten mouth shapes and whatever fits is what you use. Yeah. And that lends itself to overseas dubbing a lot easier. Yeah. But yeah, I have the same problem, and it's going to be my third dislike. Okay. And it's the casting more more specifically. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the casting of Daisy Ridley and Dave Patel and the Mm -hmm. roles they have. But neither seem to be... In tune with the characters they're playing, possibly Daisy has it a little bit easier because she she has much more lines because she's yep. narrating throughout the whole thing, and I can kind of get into her. But there is no way that that guy is that, vo- that, that Dave Patel's voice should be coming out of that guy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I agree. Mal- his voice does not match that character in the slightest, and, and also the and fact I, I have, it's almost like he, they're not even watching the video as they're recording the lines it feels like they are just in a room and they're being told you know say this line a little faster a little bit slower because that's how little it matches up yeah in most cases when you see uh like dub actors yeah re-recording lines they at least watching it so they can match mouth movements Mm -hmm. the mouth flaps i don't even it doesn't even feel like they're doing that in here and his voice just never his voice is the worst i think about matching up with uh, what the animation is. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. And plus his, and I think part of the reason I, I notice it more with him is that his voice is not fits the character he's portraying. Right. It's got an accent to it that I don't think the character would have. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's my, my third dislike is it just does not match. And, be, and I think part of it is because like you said, uh, you know, they were trying to go for a more accurate mouth movement. Yeah, more realistic. Which doesn't fit with the English as, bad, good, as, as good. Yeah. But at the same time, it's almost like his voice doesn't even fit the character. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, going into that, uh, like, look, go, watching the behind the scenes, because mm-hmm. most of it is the English. Yeah. And uh, so they have one scene where Daisy really is, is uh, she's doing her lines and she's talking like this, like all teeth. I kind of had a feeling she was kind of doing that because it doesn't sound like her natural voice. No, because she's 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 a she's English. Yeah, and so she's talking in an American accent, and so it's it's, she should have spoke British. It would have sounded better. I I agree with you. I agree with you. But it was just she did a good. It was a good performance from her, and I'll get into my third dislike when we get there. Mm -hmm. Just the. when the direct, when the English director said this was undubbable, it took four scripts to do this to make it work. Right. Because he was told by Ghibli, it's like yeah, because this is undubbable, and he said, "Well, Sean's accepted. I'm going to make it double." Mm-hmm. And so he made it double, but it it's so awkward. There it's, is a couple- it's it's like I'm like yeah. trying to talk in like like this the entire time yeah it's so awkward yeah so yeah the the translation from its original japanese to an english dub is so incredibly awkward and it just it looks just the it's almost like hurts trying to figure out how they spoke this Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, that's my second, and I believe you have gone into your my third. third. So you're on your third. My third would be you brought him up a minute ago. Uh, what is our our main male lead? What is his name? Toshio. Yeah, Toshio, the act, the Played voice by actor, Dave Patel. Dave Patel. He did not fit this at all. Right. Yeah, because I'm I'm agreeing with one of your points. Uh, Dave just. It's a, one he spoke with a very what sounded like a very much an English accent, except, except you can tell his he's, there's some Middle Eastern yeah in there's there yeah exactly that it, it, it's so ingrained it's like he doesn't even think about it he wasn't trying to put that in there he was just talking almost with his normal voice is what yeah. it sounded like yeah and one of the problems was I was watching and I was like okay where where's Toshi from yeah. I was like, okay, is did he did he go away? And because I was halfway expecting him to, oh, I I if went to had, I went to England for like four years or something like that. Yeah, but it's never explained, so it's so weird. It's like he did a fairly. I'm guessing he must have gone to Hungary, considering he had that music of that hung, hung Hungarian, Hungarian. Yeah, that's stuff. What, so that's what the only thing that, that kind of makes sense. Even, doesn't make that doesn't, sense though. That doesn't fit his accent either. No, it doesn't. But it's just his performance was so. Be like it. Oh, be like it was an okay performance, but mm-hmm. his his voice and his his dialect just didn't fit with the character. Yeah, and we're never given any explanation for it. Everybody else speaks almost like an American English, but it, he's he's speaking in a right. like well, a, I mean, some of that makes sense with the American English because I it's think an English be, dub. It's an well, it's an English dub plus. Uh, this was like um, all the other Studio Ghibli stuff because it was done by Disney. Maybe yeah. they were trying to keep that same feel that the Disney dubs were doing. Could. So they hired English actors and they tried to go with the American accent. Maybe that's why Daisy Ridley was trying to go with an American accent for and her she, character. She did a very and good job. She does job. a good job. It's just, it's. Minus with all teeth. <laughs> I mean, her version, her character in. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express, which was also American, was um, a much better version. Yeah, I agree. Uh, she, sh- something about is all I don't know. Something about the way that her voice was just kind of is there, and I didn't even recognize that was her at first. No, well, it probably was the fact be like she had she had uh, become one with the force. Maybe, maybe so. <laughs> Either way, that's my. I mean, her buddy Ahsoka was there too. I mean, she was in Tross anyway. Yeah, that's true. Either, either way, I think it's my that's my third is uh the the voice actor for what's his face <laughs> Toshio Toshio thank you for Toshio just did not fit and we're never we're never given an explanation why, since, why he speaks the way he speaks especially since none of his family has the same accent exactly he does. so it's so it's like it's did, weird did, it did is you, so stinking weird did you go to college but he said he never went to college nobody worked in an office somewhere. Yeah, and he apparently enjoyed it, but he enjoys uh, organic no, fa- organic, organic farming. farming. Oh How my god! How many gosh. more times are you gonna say organic <laughs> farming? It's 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 I, okay. I'm guessing organic farming must be a one word thing. So that's why they would reuse mm-hmm. that term so often. There comes a point when you just bring it back to farming. We get the idea. It's organic. Yeah, but well, anyway, it's, it's 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 very similar to uh, last Sunday. Last Sunday we were at church and our pastor, Dr. Mike, kept saying to me like, I'm not making this up. Yes. <laughs> he said it like six or five times. Six times. It was six times six I times. was keeping count. <laughs> anyway, either let's way, go so- ahead and get into our uh, ratings for yes. this thing. I am actually giving this movie a seven. Oh, okay. Uh it's got a good story. I think I would prefer the subtitled version over the English dubbed version, but oh. I would have to watch it again with right. the subtitles to know this for certain. Right. Um, and maybe that would fix most of my, because I think most of my problems are more with the English version, or a lot of my final problems were with the English version, not yeah. with the Japanese version. Right. I, I'm not sure on that, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good movie and okay. I, I don't regret watching it. It's just, it was interesting. That's okay. the best word I can know how to put it. So yeah, I'm giving it a seven. Okay, uh, I'm definitely in the same boat. Seven. Originally, I was going to give it a little higher, but it's a good film. Uh, the dub is so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good story. 
uh, minus all of our English actors said to talk with teeth. Yes. Uh, it just sounds so awkward. Um, good story. Very awkward 15 minutes in the middle of this film. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoyable. Uh, I probably, most likely I probably won't watch this film again, but it was very enjoyable. It was a uh, an experience for mm-hmm. me. And uh, I can't wait to get into the next film we get into. Well, one of our um, commenters in mm. the live stream has an interesting thing to say about his, what, he, what he would rate the movie. Oh. Josh Adams says the movie gets two out of ten. Not enough GG. Oh, <laughs> good callback, Josh. Yes, very that's a good, good callback. Anyway, not enough GG. Anyway, uh, that brings us to the end of the show. Next week, we are going to be reviewing. Porco Rosso, wink, a movie wink. about when pigs fly wink, wink. in World War One, uh, uh, air seaplanes, seaplanes. That's the word I'm looking for. So he's a piggy die bomber. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> anyway, so join us next time for that. All right. Thanks, guys. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? The same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast. Oh, boy. So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page, on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, and on Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, thecellcast.podbean.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher, our RSS feed. If we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live-action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live-action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L. L.